Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Ever since the first moment I spoke your face, from then on I knew that by you being in my life, things were destined to change. Cause love, so many people use your name, love. Yeah. <laughs> 
Welcome to On Point Radio tonight. We'll do some Luther and hope you having a good night. All right. Welcome. Dial that number six zero five five six two zero four four four. Put that pin number in one four three one three three pounds. Then push one pound into the show. And start two to talk. We got DJ Philly Joy on the wheels. Yeah, of course, my name DJ Chill. I got your back door. And we waiting for the big dog to come in the building. Self unknown, Mr. One Point, Mr. Controversy. Well, <laughs> here we go. DJ Philly Joy. Thank you. 
right, people, you're on Point Radio. Get ready for Mr. Controversy to come on in for the show. Um, DJ Philly Joy, DJ Till, we're here. Go ahead and drop that bomb, baby. Holding it down. Um, Go ahead, Till, get the intro in. I'm getting the song up. Thank you very much. Oh, shoot. Intro. Oh, my God. She said intro. People, I'm sorry. I had no clue I was going to get caught and be stuck on stupid. So welcome to On Point Freddy, yo. If you got a friend, get a friend, because now you're going to find a friend. Because tonight, (laughs) we going in. So dial that number. 605-562-0444. Don't forget to push one pound. You know, because you got to put that PIN number in first, which is called a caller ID, 143-133-POUND. Now, I had to say one pound because some people forget. After you hear that person say what they do, you push one pound to get in the show, and you be down with me, too. And then he's right at the top, push star, too. But back to you. You on point? I'm always on point. Peace, power, and blessings. DJ Philly Joy, you got my opening track, man. Let's do this. You know, I'm in the building now. I'm in the building. Let's go. Nice show going to be a dope show. Dope show. I'm trying to tell you. You know what I mean? So be ready. Be ready. Mr. Controversy is in the building. You know what I do. I bring trouble. I bring noise. But tonight, I'm going to bring you peace. Feel me? I bring that too. Get it twisted. Dad, did we call that a problem or a uh, situation? Me, I'm just a We got it. We okay. got to get that, that. That. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Peace, power, and blessings, people. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is Straight Talk with your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. And tonight, not just tonight, in honor of the young ladies that's going to be on the show tonight, I decided that what we're going to do for On Point Radio this week is we're going to make this anti-bullying week. You feel me? Anti-bully week. That means this whole week we're going to pretty much devote to bullying. You know what I mean? So it's it's a serious situation and topic, excuse me, that needs to be had and discussed. Because it's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to be bullied. No one should be bullied. No one deserves to be bullied. You know what I'm saying? But tonight, I have two young ladies that's going to be on as our special guest tonight from the organization Sincere Hearts. 
and we're going to discuss bullying tonight. You know what I mean? And they have an upcoming event as well that we're going to discuss. So, yeah, I hope y'all tuned in, man. But, you know, in the meantime, in between time, DJ Philly Joy, I need you to find and cue up self-destruction for me. You know what I'm saying? I want I want self-destruction to play because that's what we pretty much doing to ourselves. And after self-destruction goes off, then we're going to come back in with our, our special guest tonight uh, from Sincere Heart, and and we're going to talk about bullying. I mean, we're going to get into it tonight, you know? And you know me already. I bring the controversy. So I'm going to touch some people where it might hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the chip, let the chips fall where they may. The shoe don't fit, don't wear it. If it foot, fit, rock it like you post it. You know what I'm saying? DJ Philly Joy, can you get that self-destruction up for me, Queen? DJ Till, you still in the building, brother. I know you in the building. Yes, sir. Can you um, give me a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And 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 DJ, we definitely gonna come to you too about the bullying. Yeah, you know I mean, we gonna get your views on this too. So the night gonna be a strong show, man. It's gonna be powerful. So I hope the listeners out there is truly listening. You know what I mean, because so the question is, is you wanna play with? The question is, are they ready yet? <laughs> question is, can they ever be ready? I don't know. Well, let me bring my whole my, my special guest in. I mean, um, let's bring in Leticia from Sincere Heart. This is a mom and daughter's team that started this organization, Sincere Heart. Leticia, are you in the building with me? Yes, I am. Hello. Peace, power, and blessings, queen. Peace, power, and blessings. While we waiting for this track to come on, I just wanted to introduce you. And your daughter's name is Maya, correct? Yes. All right. Now, is it Leticia Curry or Leticia Bay, too? Like, I didn't know what to call you. So I just left it at, you know, Leticia. No, mine is Leticia Crawford. Leticia and my daughter, Crawford. she has Yes, my daughter has her father last name, so she's a Curry Bay. All right, all right. So we cool, we cool. All right, so tonight, you ready for this conversation on bullying? So it's Leticia, not Leticia, right? Yeah, all right, correct. I got you, I got you. I won't mispronounce it again. <laughs> I will probably mess around and call you Tish all night anyway, because that's what I do. I just shorten people's names to make it easier for me to remember. Yeah, you know I mean? So if you don't get well, offended. That's what everybody calling me, so that's fine. <laughs> And I'm probably gonna change it up and call you LAS and all. Let me stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Let me stop. Um, DJ Philly Joy, whenever you got that track queued up, just let me know and um, you know, just bring it in. Self destruction is 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 you know, KRS and a whole bunch of artists, you know what I mean? So whenever you get that queued up, you know, let me know. Give me that heads up so we can bring that track in. But meanwhile, um, Miss Leticia Crawford. Yes. Why don't you tell the people who you are? 
We're not going to get into the whole thing yet because I want this song to play before we dive deep. But I just want you to give a brief introduction of who you are. Who you, is your daughter with us tonight as well? Yeah, she's here. Hi, okay. everyone. Peace, peace and power. Peace, power and blessings, little queen. How are you? I'm doing fine. I hope everyone's having a good night so far. Um, so far, so good. I, I just traveled from Delaware, so I'm in the building now, though, but I, I was running a little late, you know what I mean, punching that clock, but I'm in the building, nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So um, we can start with Ma, introduce yourself, um, and then we, we'll go to uh, Maya, and she can introduce herself. And, you know, just give the people a little brief introduction as to who you are. Okay. Well, as you stated, my name is Letitia, and I'm a mother of three girls. Just so happened my oldest went through a lot of bullying throughout her whole time in school, not even just middle or just high, elementary, middle, and high school. It just got really bad in high school. And based on the way the school district and, you know, the employees, the parents not having any type of real knowledge of how to handle bullying, it, like, it made me have to constantly take off of work, be up at the school, talking to parents at these meetings, and it just became a thing to where I was spending, me and her dad was spending more time at the school than at work because it was, like, getting really ridiculous. So that's kind of my motivation um, for doing what I do now, on top of everything that my daughter went through, which, as you said, is kind of deep, so we can get into that a little later in the show. Okay. Okay. Maya, you want to give a little introduction to yourself? Uh, Yes. My name is Maya. Curry Bay, um, the other half of Sincere Heart, and I'm the oldest sister of two sisters right now, and I just want to be able to share my experience and help as many people as I can with bullying, depression, suicide. I want to be able to help people not go through the dark places that I went through and crawled out of. I'm hoping that I could help show people that just because someone goes through bullying, that there's nothing wrong with them, that they could accept themselves, and that they could even help others become stronger along the way. Cool, cool. Now, I heard um, uh, Letitia... Uh, mentioned the school. Uh, what school, if you don't mind? Oh, you're out of school now, right, Maya? Oh, I'm 19. I just finished high school a year ago. Okay, so do you mind telling us what school this was? Um, well, the bullying was, as my mom mentioned, throughout different schools, but the bullying was the worst that um, my old high school, New Media, Technology Charter School. Wow. That's, is that in Mount Airy? Yes. Oh, wow. And that's closed down now, right? Yes. 
Yeah, I knew some people that went there. Um, I heard they had a lot of problems there. A lot of problems. Yes, they did. Yeah. Bullying was one of the top problems, along with teachers and a lot of misinformation. That's where the teacher got knocked out or something, or knocked the student out or something, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I See, I'm up on my, my current affairs and current events, you know what I mean? I'm in these streets. Yeah. I'll be knowing what's going on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but DJ Philly Joy says she got our track lined up, so give us a second, a couple minutes, y'all. We're going to come back in and we're going to go hard. DJ Philly Joy, okay. can we get that self-destruction? Yes, sir. You got it. self-destruction and it says stop the violence and you're going to see a whole yeah. bunch of characters on there. Yeah, you said K-R-S. That's what the one I got. I apologize. Self-destruction. Yeah, self-destruction. De- self stop the violence. Put that in, you birthday girl. That's it. That's it right there. That's it right there. All right. See, all right, let me explain to my listeners real quick. DJ Philly Joy is nice with it. But DJ Philly Joy is she's not the hip-hop DJ. That's DJ Chill. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I asked DJ Philly Joy to take them, them turntables tonight. So, you know, that's my oldies girl. That's my R&B girl. Like, she, you heard that Luther playing in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? That's where she be at with it. She sets the tone and the mood. You know what I mean? So, you know, don't worry about it. She got you. She got you. I got you. Know I mean? you. We're going to get that, that track playing. I already know, Queen. I already know. But um, I want to real quick. We all agree tonight, all of the speakers have agreed that America go. has a very serious problem. Not only does America have a very serious problem, but our people have a very serious problem. America has a very serious problem.
close one more. You ain't guarding the door. So what you got a gun for? Do you rob the rich and give to the poor? Yo, daddy-o. Who did a mister straight from the mouth? A quiet daddy-o. Do a crime, end up in jail, and gotta go. Cause you shouldn't crime and get paid today. And tomorrow you're behind bars in the worst way. Far from your family. Cause you're locked away. Now tell me. Do you really think crime pays even on taking what your brother has? You little sucker. You talking all that jazz. It's time to get together in a unity. Cause if not, then you're with them to be self-employed, unemployed. C-Rap race will be lost without a trace. Or a clue but what to do is stop the violence and kick the science. Down the road that we call eternity. Where knowledge is forming, you learn to be self-sufficient. Independence to teach the East is what rap intended, but society wants to invade. So do not walk this path that they laid it.
bubble gum rap that they doing today, that's hip hop right there. That's hip hop. I mean, all that other rap crap that's going on, that's hip hop. He said, I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan, so I shouldn't have to run from a black man. What? What? So that in itself right there is going to make us dive deep into this topic. Um, Tish, you you remember that song, right? I sure do. (laughs) That was that joint back in the day. You didn't have to be at the club dancing to it. All I wanted to do was hear those words. You know what I'm saying? And and so many hip-hop artists that was relevant and that time was all on that track, and they were all pr- pretty much positive artists. You know what I mean? And that, I think, is what's lacking today and, and our music, and I think that is also a big cause of what's going on with the violence and the bullying and everything else with our youth today. Now, just to give you all a little background about myself, um, I am... Um, a former school teacher for 15 years in the school district. I left in 2014. Um, so I've seen all kind of bullying. Uh, I, I um, interrupted a lot of bullying. Um, I'm a former hip-hop artist. I did like 20-some years in the, in the hip-hop game uh, as a DJ, as an MC. Uh, and DJ Chill, who's on the line with us as well, who's one of our on-point hosts, and on point DJs, he was my rap partner back in the day, um, and and I, I've always been on that that vibe of conscious music. You know, I'm no saint. I'm no, you know, I'm I'm not just the center. You know what I'm saying? But I've done some things in my life. I've been both the bully and I've been bullied. You know what I'm saying? So just in that sense, I understand with this conversation and this dialogue is why it's so necessary and prevalent. I mean, it's something that's been around since forever. Um, To this day now, On Point also has On Point 360 Youth Mentoring Program, where we go into the schools and we mentor kids from ages 12 to 15 and 6th to 8th grade. You know what I mean? Um, Unfortunately, we do still have 15-year-olds in 8th grade. Um, the system is very broken, one of the reasons why I left the district. Um, but that being said, I just wanted to give a little background of myself to you all and the listeners so you can see, you know, where exactly I'm coming from. But um, that being said, let's talk about Sincere Hearts. First of all, where did that name come from? I love it. Where did it come from? <laughs> It actually took a, a lot of brainstorming. <laughs> it took us a little minute to decide what we wanted to have as the name. And thinking about my daughter, because she's, she's such a a sweet person. She has a very pleasant soul, and I feel like she's very sincere when it comes to a lot of stuff. So it, it was me sitting there writing stuff down and thinking about her. That was kind of my motivation toward the name. So... I had a few for us to, you know, go through and see what we liked, and that was the one she liked, and everybody else who I kind of asked for their opinion on it, they they was with that one. That was the one that everybody liked. Um, I love it. Uh, and, uh, and the shirts with the glow-in-the-dark heart, 
I love it. <laughs> um, I'm feeling it. You know what I mean? Um, beautiful, beautiful. Um, so you 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 decided to name the the organization Sincere Heart after your daughter. Now, is that which spearheaded you to um, do Sincere Heart? Her being bullied is that what you know, or, or was it other people as well, or was it just your daughter's situation that made you you know say I got to do something about this? It, the her situation started it, but there were other situations that I heard about or kind of witnessed. Um, for example, I had an old neighbor of mine, and her son ended up committing suicide, and he was seven. Mm. He committed suicide because he was being bullied at school every single day. The teachers knew he was being bullied at school, but they never, ever told any of the parents that he was being bullied, they tried to call themselves handling it at school and not saying anything to mom or dad. And he was just living with that every day. And when he came home the one day, she said he seemed like he was a little down, but he just kept saying no, he was tired. And the next morning when she went to get him for school, he she found him hanging in the closet. That was on the news, mm-hmm. right? I've yeah. seen that on the news. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, I, I did see that, and that's that's sad. That's tragic. Um, and you know what's even more sad? No one is held accountable. Right. That's the saddest part, and that's another reason. I, I could tell you many reasons I left the district. See, I believe you part of the problem or you part of the solution. You fall in between one of those brackets. There's no, there's no straddling the fence. You know what I mean? It's black or white. you one or the other. And if you see it and you turn your head and you're not saying nothing or doing nothing, you're part of the problem. No ands, ifs, or buts. Now, I will say as a teacher, once you do report it and you take it to the counselor or you take it to the principal or you let the parents know, you know what I mean, you pretty much did all you were supposed to do in that situation, and now it's in other people's hands. So you do tend to feel bad once. Um, nothing is done, and then something like that occurs because guilt has its way of finding its way to your heart, you know what I mean, and your conscience. So somebody who knew that was going on and did nothing about it, trust me, they're still turning, tossing and turning in their sleep. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Mom, talk to us about um, Sincere Heart and why you chose that name, why did you agree with that name, and... What does that name mean to you? Well, going through the brainstorming session, it was like a lot of searching because, you know, you want your name to be something unique, something that is catching, it catches someone's attention when you mention it, something that only you have. So I know a lot of searching online, making sure that it was something only we could have, something that we could take as ours, something that would be, like, the foundation of our organization and something that will make kids, teenagers, even adults that experience bullying feel safe, feel that they're in trusted hands, feel that we will take care of you as long as you let us. So, Sincere Heart was born after that. And well, 
it was something that I became very proud of. Well, you mentioned something very important just now. It's not just children. Adults get bullied, too. You know, we see the fight on Instagram, World Star, and all that all the time with grown behind adults. You know what I mean? And it sickens me to the point where okay. on our social media, if anybody posts adults fighting or kids fighting or any of that, I automatically unfriend them, unfollow them, whatever the case is. Because if you're that ignorant, that immature as an adult, and you find something humorous or funny about that ignorance, I don't want you on my page. I don't want to follow your, well, you can follow me, but I don't want to follow your page because you may learn some things from our page opposed to me watching some nonsense on your page. We're too old for that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're too old for that. And that's why we're having this conversation tonight. That's why your organization is having your event on Thursday. That's why we're having Anti-Bully Week this week on On Point Radio because um, it's a necessary conversation that needs to be had. You know what I mean? Um, So when it comes to sincere hearts and bullying, can you tell me, Maya, some of the things that you encountered um, in being bullied? It was many different things. I've been bullied physically um, with fighting, uh, people pushing, shoving, hitting, being things thrown at me. Then it was the emotional bullying with words, nasty notes, social media, because I grew up at the time where, of course, things like Instagram and Facebook became real popular, so social media was one of the big factors in it. And that's, that's cyberbullying, right? Yes. Wow. How did it make you feel to have people be so children? It's, it's a saying, children are mean. Children do mean things. Children say mean things. These are sayings that's out there. How does it make you feel to see people treat other people that way? It, 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 at first, it, like, really made me feel sad for them, mostly because I could relate to them. When I saw other people get bullied, I knew exactly how it felt like. You feel hopeless. You feel like, oh, well, it's a part of school. This is something I have to go through, and you shouldn't feel like that. And, and then that feeling of, Feeling sad for them, changed to wanting to help them, wanting to reach out and speak to them, like and say that you're not alone. That there's other people that go through this. You shouldn't feel like this is normal, or something that you should just go through while you're in school. Wow! So you just took it as this is the norm. This is just how life is. This is just how people yeah. are. From. A lot of things like made me feel like that is normal. Either social media, um, school itself, TV, like bullying. It just seemed like it was a part of life that you go through it once you are in school. 
And then once you get out, it, it was over. So most of my years in school, I felt like just get through it, just get out of high school, and then it's over. But it's never really over after that. At all. Because even as adults, adults say and do mean things as well. They actually, I believe that adults are more childish than children. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sis, let me ask you, because I know what my mother told me. My mother said, if somebody hits you, you hit them back. She didn't tell me to tell the teacher. She didn't say none of that. She said, you hit them back. And then she also said, if you feel like somebody bullying you, you beat that bully up or you beat the biggest one and baddest one in the group up, and the rest of them will fall in line. What advice did you give your daughter when it came to that? And this is what I teach my children as well. What advice did you give, you know, um, Maya, when before this even started occurring? Did you ever forewarn her that these things might occur? I'm laughing because of, of her facial expression because I my mom told me the same exact thing that your mom told you, but it was so hard dealing with Maya only because our personalities are so different. So growing up, I had people try to call themselves bullying me because I always been fat. That was something that was from the time I probably came out of my mom until now. I always been big, but I never had you know discomfort with being big. It didn't bother me to be big. So when people tried to use that to pick on me, it didn't work. And I was always a fighter. So if somebody wanted to go physical, that was not a problem for me. Now, Maya, on the other hand, she's very calm and relaxed and reserved. And she's not for any of the arguing and the chaos. Like, she just wants everything to be peaceful all the time. So I tried to get her to handle it the so-called appropriate way by going to the teacher and explaining to them what's going on. But she was like, okay, um, I don't want to do that because if I tell the teacher, then they're going to know I told on them, so I'm not telling the teacher. So it became that kind of thing first. So then I had my mom approach, like, well, listen, they keep doing this and you need to do that. Like, I'm, I, <laughs> I was going, you know, about it that way, but I knew that wasn't going to happen either. So no matter what approach I tried to go with it wasn't working for Maya because she just didn't want any negative attention. She wasn't trying to fight nobody because she said if I fight somebody, even if I go for the bully, then what if I beat that person up and then they jump me? I don't want to have that problem at school. I don't want to be uncomfortable at school having to worry about everybody jumping me or doing something to me. Then she didn't want to tell anybody because she didn't want them to know she told and then that become an issue where they're bullying her more because she told and so you know what that that brought up an interesting point right there because we are definitely in a different time back in our time that may have worked you beat the biggest one up the other one is going to fall they're going to fall back but today you beat the biggest one up and the other ones you only have to beat them up all you got to do is square up with them and the other one's already hitting you from the back i mean Mm -hmm. and i've always taught my students when i was teaching from the rip, from the beginning of class, if there's a fight going on and it's one-on-one and you jump them, you're a coward. You're a coward. 
know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you couldn't take that, that butt whooping one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of that that goes on today. A lot of and I and I have to admit, I am guilty of that as well. Um, the free falls we would have. I, I'm from North Philly, and I could tell you in ninth grade when I started Edison High School on Ace and Lehigh. I'm from this big family down down southern from Lehigh. That's well known. So. No one really knew me, you know what I mean, because I was always the quiet. My mom was, went to church, so I was the one who was always in church on Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, you know what I'm saying, wearing suits and a dress pants, and now people, they, they, you can't get me in a suit now, you know what I'm saying? I done wore suits so long, I'm suited out, you know, but um, I was tested in ninth grade, and I ended up having a fight back. So... I ended up breaking a, a, a record for pink slip as a freshman. I remember them telling me that. <clears throat> and eventually, I ended up kicked out of high school, out of Edison, the new Edison. When we moved to the new Edison, I ended up kicked out of there um, in the 10th, uh, 10th, 10th or 11th grade for threatening and pushing the teacher around the classroom. Um, we went to court and everything. But this is what happened. Because a lot of times people don't know, and I don't know if Maya noticed, but a lot of times people don't know that bullies often were bullied. You know what I mean? And it's that thing where the bully, the bully becomes the bully. You know what I mean? Um, there's also that thing that I believe why people join gangs. Some people say because they don't have family and all that. I say because they don't want to get beat up. They don't want to be targeted. They don't want to be threatened, harassed, bullied, you know what I mean, singled out. So they tend to join these gangs, but that's the same thing happened with bullies. We don't, we, we, you know what we called them back then? We called them uh, cliques. We called them cliques. You had the jocks who would bully the nerds. You had the cheerleaders who would bully the nerds, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and it, was just, it was just that type of thing. You had the popular people who would bully the nerds or bully the unpopular people. And it was just, it, it was one of those things where I don't know if people overstand, but bullies, and I, and, and y'all may, I don't know if y'all going dis- to disagree or agree with this or not, but bullies are often insecure in themselves. And that's why they bully other people to make themselves feel better or bigger. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we, and, and it's not an excuse for them. It's actually a sadness for them because they don't mm-hmm. even know it. They don't recognize it. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They just think it's fun. They just following someone else. A lot of bullies are followers. That's another thing. You know what I'm saying? So when we talk about bullying and bullies, we have to understand that there's a weakness within them as well. Yes, they are the, um, the what, what do you call it, uh, the, the, the suspects, yes. They are the, the ones, the violators. They are. But somewhere along the line, they're also victims somewhere. They can be being bullied at home by a sibling. They can be being bullied at home by parents or other family members. 
They can be being bullied on the block by somebody who don't even go to the same school they go to. But they carry that bullying on to somewhere else in order to, to, to lash out and take it out on somebody else because they can't, they fear doing whatever. I'm going to say this. Every bully knows who to mess with and who not to mess with. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. You know Every bully knows that. They know who to mess with and who not to mess with, even if it's somebody that's unpopular. You know what I mean? But then they like to target those that they know not going to, that they feel not going to fight back, not going to mm-hmm. argue. You know what I'm saying? So in that situation, we have to um, teach our children, okay, first thing you do, you tell. And if nothing happens, you handle your business. That's what I teach my children. You know, I have one in sixth grade now, one in 12th grade now. My two sons are grown. They made it through. My oldest son went to Frankfurt High School. Horrible school. Horrible school. And it was a situation where I wasn't in his life for like 12 years. So when he turned 16, he was getting in all this trouble at Frankfurt, and he called. He reached out to me. He found me, right? And he reached out mm-hmm. to me. And I immediately went to Frankfurt as if nothing ever happened, as if we never had distance. I'm still your father. I'm here. I went to Frankfurt. I make my presence known. I do that with my daughter. My daughter in sixth grade. I still walk her to her line and stand there because I want every little boy to see me there, and I want every little girl to see me there. You know what I mean? So when anything happens, I want every teacher to see me there. So whenever there's an issue, you know you're going to see me there. You know what I mean? That's another thing, another way that we can combat um, our children from being bullied. But real quick, let me read um, some some uh, stats from our chat line. It's from people that's online. One said, take control of your life, uh, commonlawyer.com. Um, so I guess that's one way to get help. Um, someone says, be a free man, read books uh, from sovereign to self, free downloads, stop depending on government, and start depending upon yourself. Um, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a double-edged sword, though. That's a double-edged sword because our system, our just-dust system, you know what I mean, yeah. is waiting for us to handle things our own way. Um, because once we had, we take it into our own hands, now they can possess us in their hands. Now we belong. They want to make us state property. So, yeah, sometimes you do have to take things in your own hand, but sometimes there are repercussions for that. Let's say Maya grabbed one of them little girls and beat her head into a pole. What do you think going to happen? Whether she was being bullied or not, they're going to come after Maya. And it's mm-hmm. sad. And it's sad because all she was doing was defending herself. I've seen this happen as a teacher. You know what I mean? Where a child finally gets enough, they pick up a pencil and they poke somebody with that pencil, and now they get handcuffed and taken out of school for assault with a weapon. But mm-hmm. nobody said nothing to did nothing the whole time that child was crying at lunch or left crying or was coming to school late so they didn't have to stand in the line and be teased. You see what I'm saying? This is a serious topic that needs to be discussed. So needless to say, I went and got my son out of Frankfurt. 
I transferred him. To, I took him to MOTEC where he was supposed to go, but we needed some situ some other situations to happen that we wasn't going even cross those lines. So I took him to Hope Charter when Hope Charter was open. And Tiffany Bacon from uh, DAS radio station was his drama teacher. You know what I mean? So he ended up doing well in there. He got into the arts and the drama. He played basketball for him. He ultimately graduated. You know what I mean? But had he not reached out to me, had I not taken him out of Frankfurt, he probably would be either in jail, you know what I'm saying, or even worse. Because Frankfurt is a horrible school. So, and, and that's that, Maya. Let me ask you this. What are some things that you think we can do to stop the bullying? Um, I believe that one of the most important things are the faculty, the teachers, the principal, the vice principal. That's one of the most important things that students need to be aware that they're in school is supposed to be learning because in the media, there were teachers always around. There were faculty always around. The principal walked the halls, but the students did whatever they want, whenever they wanted. They got away with anything as long as they could talk their way out of it. And no one was held accountable if they did something wrong. Well, let me say that as a former teacher, those teachers are scared to death, too. <laughs> those teachers are scared to death, too, because don't think teachers don't get bullied. Remember, I was kicked out of school for threatening and pushing the teacher around the classroom, and all I did was brush shoulders with him to take my book back. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Forget what mm -hmm. he was talking you know, but when we went to court, he didn't press charges, but he did take me to the, the length of court. And when we got there, they said, we pay him. We don't pay you, so you got to go. You know what I'm saying? So I ended mm -hmm. up in a school where I watched a guy get stuck in the air with a, a screwdriver. I seen him throw desk out the windows. I was like, I'm going on here. I don't want to be a head. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't no tough guy thing. It's a, it's a, yo, these dudes are stripping type thing. I know I ain't on that level. Something serious wrong with them. You know what I'm saying? So teachers fear for themselves too, especially when you look at social media and you see kids recording teachers being knocked out in class. Teachers being stuck in class. You know, this one teacher was suspended because she went, she squared up with a student and beat that student behind, threw up against the locker and everything because she was the better herself. But that's another reason. That's another reason I left the district. There was no protection for the teacher. You know what I mean? The student can say anything, and the teacher be sent home upon investigation return. And if the investigation came back unfavorable, that teacher lost their job. Could possibly be sued, could possibly have charges against them. So teachers there the block. I was actually told that if a student hits the teacher, the teacher is not supposed to hit him back. They're supposed to report him, and there's no press charges. What black teacher you know in the parking lot going to get swung on by a child at this 
phone saying the same exact way. And we're trying to figure out what's that, why is he doing that? I, I, I don't know. I, I thought I was clear, but you, you uh, know like you're in the water, brother. Exactly. That's exactly how you sound. That's what we're trying to tell you real quick. Your phone's got crazy. Can you hear me clearly? Can you hear me? Oh, yes. wait a I can hear now you. Now we got you. There you go. Now you got better. There you go. Now you better. Okay. Go ahead. So, so, um, again, teachers fear for them lives. Their lives. You know what I mean? Um, somebody said not possible to stop bullying unless you find the bully within truth. Confront the bully with truth. Um, and that, 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 that is a good, uh, from the chatter, that's an excellent point. And I'm going to tell you why. It was one time that I was teaching and this little girl was being bullied, right? By boys and girls. So one day she said to the old, to the, the leader, she said, it's okay. I know why you bullying me because you don't like yourself. You don't like who you are. Like she really, and, and this was a, 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 I think it was seventh grade, a seventh grader. Um, whoever line that is, I need to, to have that line muted because we can hear that robotic sound somewhere. So the, uh, DJ Chill, I need you to find that sound and, and mute it for me. Um, but they said to this bully, I, I know why you're bullying me. Because you don't like yourself. You don't know who you are. You don't like who you are. You know what I mean? And, and they started running down some stuff to them. Like, they said something like, you think I don't know you wear the same uniform pants every day? Like, she checked the mess out this bully. And you know what I did? I'm going to be honest with you. I sat right there at my desk, and I listened. I didn't tell her to stop. I didn't tell her that's not nice because I knew she was being bullied. And I actually sat and talked to her during a lunch period one time. And she opened up to me and she told me they were being, she was being bullied, you know? So when she did that and stood up for herself, I was like, wow, wow. And you know what ended up happening? That bully ended up, I don't want to say protecting her, but you better not have to say nothing or do nothing wrong to that little girl or that bully was stepping in and defending her. So sometimes confronting the bully does work. That can work, depending on how effective your speech to them is. What do you think about that, Maya? Did you, was that ever, did you ever try that? Um, I have tried that before. I have told people how I felt. And with one situation, it had worked. A girl, she was bullying me through middle school with her group of friends. And then in ninth grade, she came up to me and she says, I'm sorry, I really didn't like bullying you. I didn't even like being a bully or hanging out with these girls. I felt pressured to do it because... They were my friends, and when you told me how you felt, it really made me feel bad about myself that 
that's how I made someone else feel. So in some cases, I do think confronting bullies can work in a positive way. But sometimes it can have a negative effect with either the bully feeling threatened or um, wanting to be physical. It could it could go it it could go to bullying further more extreme ways. So it can have a good effect. It all depends on the person. You know why that is though, right? You know why it yeah. will have that, that backwards effect? The reason that is is because who do you think you are to tell me about me? Because you know the truth hurts. You know what I'm saying? And you know us black folk, we quick to put up our chest and be like, who going to check me? But when you do check them, that truth hurts, and they don't like that. So that's that's also another reason why a lot of times confronting a bully won't work. Mm-hmm. Because no one wants to hear the truth about themselves, especially mm-hmm. from somebody that they're bullying. Who do you think you are? I'm supposed to be bullying you. You ain't supposed to be, you know, chastising me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So these are these, these these are unfortunately these are some of the things that can occur. What do you think, Tess? Do you think that um that that confronting a bully can work based off of what um, I said? Or said? Um, I I kind of I agree with mine. I think it depends on that person because I have personally seen it go both ways. I've seen people feel you know, feel guilty and stop what they're doing and I've seen some that decided to protect the person that they were bullying just as you said it happened um with your student. I have seen it go kind of in a bunch of different directions. But going off topic a very little bit, I don't know how comfortable Maya is with this, but the crazy thing with her bullying that she went through, she had to go through bullying in school, and then she had to deal with bullying with her dad. Now, it it became, I think that's what made it so overwhelming for her because she would come home and she would tell me, you know, her day was wonderful, nothing was wrong, she had a good day, go to her room, hot out. And she was doing this for so long. And then you know, I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, okay, this teenager stuff, she just want to be in her room. She want to be left alone. You know, whatever. I, I left her alone because she seemed fine, you know, otherwise. And, you know, it was times where her dad wanted her to come over to his house, and it was always, Mm-mm, no, not interested. It's okay. I don't want to go. Like, she would never, ever want to go. And I'm like, well, what is the problem? And it became where she didn't even want to talk to someone on the phone. So I'm like, once we kind of really started getting down to it, I seen it was just that he was constantly nitpicking with every little thing with her, and if she if she almost wasn't able to have her own opinion on anything, if she had her opinion about something, he would yell at her, tell her she's wrong. What are you talking about? You crazy? And it's just the way, you know, he would talk to her and the way he would act. And if she told him, you know, Dad, you make me feel some kind of way because when you do this or that. You know, it really hurts my feelings. I don't like the way you yell at me. I don't like the way you talk to me any kind of way. Then he yell at her for saying something to him about the way he's acting and what he's doing to make her feel bad. So, so I think that's 
<laughs> that played a part in how she, why she didn't really want to confront anybody in school either, because it's like, all right, if I can't even get my dad to stop doing what he's doing, even though he knows he's making me feel bad, then, you know, how can I get this bully at school or this strange person to stop doing what they're doing and my dad's not stopping? So this was a situation where, let me ask you this. We know mm-hmm. we know how you handled it. Mike, mm-hmm. was there ever a time that you went to your dad and let him know that you were being bullied? Um, very early on, like when I was in middle school, I would let him know, I would say, because I would, at first I would try to avoid. With either being sick or being, saying, well, I don't have a project done. So finally he confronted me saying, well, why don't you want to go to school? Um, whose line is that? Whose line is that? Thank you, thank you. Go ahead. We apologize. Continue, Mike. Yeah. Um, well, he finally confronted me and told me, why don't you want to go to school? And I told him, well, there's some girls at school. Um, they always make jokes about me. And I feel uncomfortable. I don't like being at school and he's like well you need to toughen up you have to grow thick skin you have to you know you're already big so that's one thing about you like he'll try to tell me to deal with it he'll find a way to make me feel like well this is school this is life deal with it it's always going to happen, so you just might as well get it over with. Wow, wow! So we're gonna um, we're gonna come back. We're gonna come. Back. We're gonna play this song, and we're gonna come back into this part two hour, and we're gonna get DJ Philly Joy and DJ Chill and put on this as well. But what I want to get into next in this next hour is um. The bullying. I know it made you feel sad, right? But I'm going to dig a little deeper. I'm going to dig a little deeper. And this song is going to show you and tell you just how deep I'm about to dig. And if you're uncomfortable, let me know. You know what I mean? Anything you don't want to, you know, discuss or talk about, you or Tish, just say, nope, that's all. We don't want to discuss that. You know what I mean? All right. Just let me know. But DJ Fully Joy, you got that song ready for me, Queen? Cool. All right. Controversy Straight Talk. Unpretty. Same old me again today. 
Well, people, welcome to On Point Radio. Um, Dot at number 605-562-0444. Put the PIN number in, 143-133-POUND. Then push one pound into the show and start to the talk. This is On Point Radio with Straight Talk. With Mr. Conchie first, he better known as Mr. On Point. And we also call himself Unknown. Ladies, how y'all doing out there? Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. That song is deep. That was TLC, um, Unpretty. Now, Maya, let's talk. 
And we know we have um, the other half. This is the dynamic duo, people out there in Radio Land. This is the dynamic duo of Sincere Heart, mother and daughter team, who started an organization to combat bullying, um, which started with her daughter, uh, Maya, being bullied. And um, what I want to say is, (sighs) Maya. Yes. In your opinion, right, do you feel like, because I I can hear, Mom, I can hear Tish. Tish got your back all day. I can hear that. Don't play with her. I mean, I hear it from her right now. But do you think your dad had, um, I don't, and, 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 Again, if you feel like I'm crossing the line, just tell me. But do you think that he had insecurities or embarrassment of, you know, you being big or whatever the case may be and you being bullied for it? Do you think that that could have that, that played a part with him as well and why he may have bullied you? I think I believe it played a part in some moments with the things he said. Sometimes I wonder if it was out of anger, and then other moments I wonder if it was because I did embarrass him or he felt ashamed. In some moments he was, he would be upset with me and he'll say, you're fat, get over it. He'll say something like that to me, to my face. And... It always made me wonder. Let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. You never did anything. You overstand me? Don't understand. Because when you understand, stuff go over your head. When you overstand, you keep everything beneath your feet. All right? So overstand what I'm saying. You didn't do anything. You didn't cause him embarrassment. See what I'm saying? You didn't create his If he was ashamed, you didn't create that. You were a little girl growing up, and you grew up how you grew up. You see what I'm saying? So don't ever, don't ever allow someone to make you feel like it's your fault for something that you had no control over and you did nothing for. I mean, it's not your fault. So I just needed to stop you there because a lot of times people who are victimized often feel like it's their fault that other people um, act or behave the way they act or behave. And it's not so. You see what I'm saying? So there's a friend of mine that I know whose daughter kind of somewhat may be special needs, right? There are some Mm -hmm. parents who are embarrassed by that. You see what I'm saying? And they don't want to, they don't, they don't become effective or active parents. They just let them go through that whole system and get on the meds and all that other stuff and don't, don't fight for them. You see what I'm saying? But this person, this individual that I know, she fights tooth and nail for her daughter. She doesn't want to label her. She won't label her. She won't tell her that, that that's what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? She still continues to try and teach her and tell her is because 
you know, just because you have a learning curve doesn't mean you're special needs. You see what I'm saying? Just because you have mm-hmm. a a low um what what do they call it? um uh what's the word I'm looking for when you when you can't uh stay your uh, attention span. Because you may have a low attention span or short attention span doesn't mean you're special needs. It just means you're bored sometimes. And you need mm-hmm. something else to challenge you. Some of some people who turn out to be great people then been labeled with these things. Then been called these things and turned out to be immaculate and exceptional people. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. are you familiar, Tish, are you familiar with the term social um social not social norms, it's the same thing though. Social construct. Are you familiar with that term? Yes. Maya, are you familiar with that term? Yes. Okay, so you, we know that social construct and social norms is all made by man. These are things that man make what man want to make. You know, everything that we look at that we argue about is all over some social construct. You know, to construct something just means to build, to make. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when you have people bullying people, nine out nine times out of ten, they're bullying them out of social construct. When you know you're you're overweight, quote unquote overweight. What is overweight? You know what I'm saying? Whose idea was it to say at this age you should be weighing this much? At this age you should be this tall. Who 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 made that? Who did that? You know what I'm saying? This these are things that are automatically put in place to identify and divide automatically from the gate. And these are some of the things that create the room for bullying. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody Mm -hmm. know that that little girl who was skinnier than a toothpick that was bothering you was upset because she was skinnier as a toothpick. She wanted to gain weight and couldn't gain weight. Somebody might have bullied her when she was young and called her, you know, a toothpick. We don't know. But, again, when you open up a magazine and you got all of these, you know, quote, unquote, for the most part, you know, Caucasoid women, you know, these little sizes and weights, and that's supposed to be ideal for which a beautiful woman, those are the standards, that's a social construct. So anybody that's outside of those norms, is now not pretty, unpretty, not beautiful, not attractive. Something's wrong with them. You see what I'm saying? These are the things that we have to educate, not just our youth, but our people on. Because you know what else, Maya? Let me tell you something right now, and I lie to you not. There are so many women, and I'm talking about adults out there, who don't like themselves and they go out and they buy that long weave and all of them packs of weave and stuff like that. Now, I might get in some trouble right now, but this is where Mr. Controversy starts to kick in, and I don't care. <laughs> I hurt feelings. That's what I do, and it ain't, in a, it ain't in a sense of bullying. It's in a sense of truth. They don't like themselves, but then they'll justify it and say, well, it's just me enhancing my beauty. No, it's not. It's you trying to make yourself beautiful because you don't understand that you're already naturally beautiful. 
because your hair won't grow to your shoulders or to your back. You're going to make it. You're going to force it. That's what TLC just said. If your hair don't grow, you can buy it. Look at Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. You look at the pictures when they were young, and you look at the pictures when they got older. Them ain't the same noses. You see what I'm saying? If your nose mm-hmm. is big, you can change it. So there are adults who don't like themselves, too. And and they find themselves being bullied. You know, it's adult women who call themselves girlfriend tissue. You tell me if I'm wrong. A lot of times there's adult women out there who who friends and they'll, you know, laugh and say something jokey. Ha, 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 girl, this, that, and the third. But there's some truth behind what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You ever had that happen to you, sis? Somebody say something. And you see, there's a difference when you got a true friend who's going to tell you, girl, no. Don't wear that. Don't wear that. But then there's that other girl that's in your clique that's going to say, girl, go ahead and wear it. We don't care. As soon as y'all get out to the club, she cracking jokes, laughing, and everything else, and, and dead wrong. Mm-hmm. That's also a form of bullying. Mm-hmm. So what I, what I, what I want to do now is uh, we got a caller on the line. DJ Chill, we have a caller on the line. Let's take this call, and then I'm coming back with DJ Chill, DJ Philly Joy, as well as um, the dynamic duo of Sincere Heart. So let's take this caller. Caller, welcome to On Point Radio. This is Straight Talk with your host, Mr. Controversy, on On Point Radio. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Caller, are you there? Caller, you've been unmuted, so you might. Okay. There we go. Uh, I go by the name uh, My Dog Rex, and thank you so much for letting me in. I'd like to say to to Maya. um, Um, Yes. There's just so so much to say. You're strong. If 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 your legs, and arms and back can hold you up. There's muscle in there. There's a lady named Dr. Jennifer Daniels. She's on every Sunday. If you have any questions about your health and you want to fix anything, listen to her. She can be found on Facebook. But you can't stop bullying. There's young boys out there trying to uh, tow the ropes, I suppose. And there's young girls trying to do the same thing. You are a child of God. And whatever's in your heart and soul is you. Got it. I just, yeah, I I run out of words to say. I posted those uh, links on the... uh, on the page there for commonlawyer.com, uh, the laws of nature and nature's God, and then sovereign to serve is for people seeking freedom and not slavery. And we're all slaves, Uncle Sam, unless we don't want to be. But when people push you around, if you carry around the book of law, the law book, the only book of law, which is the Bible, to a bully, I suppose I think of it like this. You can hand that book to him and say, did you create the heavens and the earth? A bully can only say no. 
and you hand them that book and you ask them, where is your name in that book that you get to control over me? They can't find it. And that that sort of throws uh, the grounding of the earth to the man or woman that's uh, bullying. They have no authority whatsoever or anybody but themselves. They can only pick on you because they feel that you're weaker than them. That's what a bully is. A bully doesn't pick on someone that's 10 foot tall and can pound them in the ground with one swing of the arm. They pick on something that's weaker than them. That's what a bully does. And it's hard to uh, it's hard to let somebody else know their their place on earth, which is equal to you or equal to me or equal to anybody else. And it's a sad thing and it's tough. Uh, but I tell you what, the the, uh, the bullying you get, say in high school or in the younger years, nothing compared to the bullying you will get when you're 40 years old. And you see it, uh, you see it in these hearings in uh, Congress. Um, you see how the political parties will bully you, and they they, they want to keep you down, so you have to ask them for assistance. And uh, my dear, if if you have any issues with yourself, not with what someone else has done to you or said to you, any issues with yourself, within yourself, that you want to correct for yourself and not for anybody else on the earth but yourself. Dr. Jennifer Daniels uh, can guide you correctly without any any, uh, prejudice. But uh, there's no one on this earth is your master but yourself. And, uh, I would just hope uh, you carry the, the law book, the Word of God with you. And uh, seek to please the Creator of the heavens and the earth and no other man or woman yourself. But the bullies will never cease to exist and there, there will always be someone trying to put you down to bring themselves up. And realize that, and it doesn't bring you down so much. If you want to correct anything on yourself, do it by yourself. And, uh, and that's all I have to offer, and I thank you guys for uh, letting me in. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> let, me, let me start by saying this. That was truth. That was truth. And he actually touched on another part of the deep conversation I was going to get into, which was, you know, do you like yourself? You know, what things don't you like about yourself? What things would you change about yourself? These are things I want you to think about while we speak with DJ Philly Joy and DJ Chill. But the caller was absolutely right as well. Bullying will never stop. They, you know what the yin and yang is, Maya? I believe so. 
Okay, that that little black and white ball that, that is an Asian. Uh, okay, that is nothing but a symbolism for um, opposite, good and bad, short and tall. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the yin and yang is a balance. It's supposed to bring about a balance, right? So, like I always tell people, haters will never go away. Haters exist for a reason. Bullies are nothing but haters, right? But bullies, well, he's absolutely right. There will, if you will never, there will always be bullies. You can never get rid of bullying. It's just here. You know what I'm saying? The due to social construct is here. Some people just have it in them innately to be that way. You know what I mean? For some people don't even know why they do it. They just do it. You know? So let me get um ladies before gentlemen. Let me get DJ Philly joined then my I'm gonna come back to you with those uh-huh. questions. So I want you to think about those questions. Um and be ready to, you know, answer them truthfully because one thing of on point radio is about it's about problems and solutions. So we know bullying is a problem. So we want to try and create some solutions, but a lot of times we have to overstand sometimes the problem lies deep within ourselves too. Maybe you allowed yourself to be bullied so long because you believe some of the stuff too. Sometimes, you know, as a saying, fish, you know that saying, right? If somebody tell you something long enough, you start to believe it. Mm-hmm. Right? And that, that goes, they used to say that to children. Stop telling the child they're bad. Because if you tell them that long enough, they'll keep doing it until they live up to it. You know what I mean? So, Maya, sometimes we have to dig deep within ourselves, as the caller said. And we have to be real and truthful to ourselves in order to correct whatever we feel was was wrong to us. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that because we all had an insecurity about something. We all would like to change something about ourselves. There's no if anybody on the face of this earth tell you that they're perfect the way they are and they're okay with it, they're lying. Now some people may grow into that. You can grow into that over time. But there's always something that even if it's attitude, I mean, there's something that's not, that someone wants to change about themselves all the time. But DJ Philly Joy, I know you're listening in on this. I need you to come in and tell us what your thoughts are on bullying. Wow. Wow. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you guys came on the line tonight. I want to just welcome you, um, Patricia, and say it it correctly, and Maya, thank you for coming on the line tonight. Appreciate you. Great, great conversation, and wow. My thoughts about bullying, um, I don't like it. I hate it, and think about some of my childhood growing up. Um, I was—I guess I could say I was in both roles. I, I did it when I didn't know what it really was, but I didn't like myself, I could say, because I was the youngest of, let's say, all the boys, and I was the only girl. And I know I got some things happened in the household, but I was bullied and stuff in the household, so I did the same thing out in the street. Sometimes you're bullied at home, or you bully in the street as well. Um, but then one big girl kind of like... 
took my took my my gump a little bit. I stopped bullying <laughs> as much. I started just concentrating on schoolwork and stuff like that, and just doing what I'm supposed to do, go to school, and that's it. But um, as I got to I guess middle school, it was probably sixth, seventh, eighth, probably like eighth grade. I think eighth grade before ninth grade. Um, I met up with some girls that wanted to be in like gangs and stuff. I was more like a loner, had a few friends, and that was it. Came came went to school and came back home. So I do know sometimes when people are going their own by themselves, people tend to want to bully you for that reason, just want to want the other person. And like the girl that told the person that um, I see you with the same uniform pants every day. Some people back then were wearing um, what we call like thrift shop clothes. And I know my mommy's make my clothes and stuff like that. We go to thrift shop too as well. But some people pick you because of what you wear and things like that make, don't make you feel good. But that's what your mom could afford at the time. So she got those type, type of things. But they want to see you in all the latest um, jeans or the sneakers like that or whatever and looking all clean and pressed. You know, do the best you can to take care of your parents. As long as you're neat and clean, that's what matters. And take, you're taking care of your um, health and your hygiene, things like that. That's what's really important. But people get caught up in the outward appearance. So, you know, those type of things happen with girls and it's foolish, it's petty. But that's the world system we live in because of Hollywoodism and things that are going on with the reality shows and, like you said, social media. So there's a lot of that going on that, you know, makes things make us kind of petty. So I don't like bullying. I'm sorry that it happened to you um, in many more than one way. And I'm glad that you're standing strong now with your mom by your side and that you made this organization. And just keep on standing strong and do what you need to do to help the young ladies to, you know, like, he was saying, um, self was saying, love themselves. It's controversial saying, love, love themselves. Get to know themselves and just take the naturalness of what we have as people and enjoy that because life is what we need to value, that, that importance of life and being here and breathing every day and loving our family and just being, you know, being in existence. So I wanted to say keep up to good work and do what you got to do. Take, you know, take care of yourself. And I'm, I'm a fan. I'll stand, you. continue to stand strong. Yeah, mom, you too. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And, and my, I also want to say that caller was absolutely right when he said you're strong. And you know why you're strong? Can you tell me why you're strong? Uh, I always felt like I was strong because I survived. Because you survived. Um, yeah, that's partly it. But another reason why you're strong is because you embraced it. You embraced it, you took it, and now you're turning it around to make a difference. That's what makes you strong. The fact that you didn't run high, tuck your tail between your legs, and just run and leave it alone. Now you're putting it out in the forefront and you're fighting it. You're doing something about it. That's what makes you strong. You see what I'm saying? So that caller was absolutely right, as was DJ Philly Joy. You are strong, and a lot of us are stronger than what we think. You know what I mean? Um, DJ Chill, what's, what's your views on, on bullying? Um, DJ Chill, you there? You with us? All right, well, until DJ Chill comes in with us, uh, Maya, can you tell me some of the things that – is that you, DJ Chill? Because we can't hear you. 
pero while while we wait for him to correct his microphone, um, Maya, can you tell us some of the things that you know you may feel you want to work on on yourself, or do you feel comfortable in the skin that you're in? Um, I was never really comfortable with the skin I was in. I always felt like, well, maybe if I was lighter, maybe if I was shorter, maybe if I was skinnier, you know, the bullying would stop. It took me a long time just to feel like, well, I have an okay face. And that took years of building my confidence back up to being like, well, I have an okay face, but I still want to change my body so that I could fit into standards. Or That's two, one, five, eight, three, nine, two, five, um, five, seven. Caller, uh, DJ Chill, DJ Fully Joy, we have numbers coming over the line. We need that corrected. Um, okay, my I apologize. Proceed, please. Um, it just it it took. That's one thing bullying does. It breaks down so much of your self confidence. It was I always before the bullying. I always felt like. You know, maybe I would want to change, like, one simple thing. But since then, I always felt like I just want to become a whole different person. But I've been able to find some confidence back, but there's still those lingering thoughts of changing myself to fit this beauty standard or the weight standard or changing my height, just being a little shorter so I don't stand out in the crowd. It's always been those thoughts there that if I change, maybe I could get accepted by everybody. Yeah. Let me, I want you to say something with me. All right? Follow my lead. All right. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am who I am. I am who I am. I'm me. I'm me. Deal with it. Deal with it. And I want you to say that to yourself on a daily basis. Right? Because All right. I say this to say... People are working out at the gym now, right? You see everybody mm-hmm. in the gym posting Facebook pictures, Instagram pictures, everybody in the gym working out. That ain't because they want to be healthy and fit. It's because they're following the social norm, the social construct. And all it's really doing is seeing that company corporation, that entity, whatever it is, Planet Fitness, Valley, you know, 
whatever gym it is, they're just making their money. Because truth be told, you can buy weights and put them in your own house and work out. You can exercise off of YouTube and just work along with YouTube or Billy Blank's Tybo tape or whatever right in your own household. You you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People are only doing it for recognition, to be identified, to be recognized. It's not really a health thing at all. It's just so people can look at them and look at their bodies. Now, not all. Don't get me wrong. Not all, but many. It, the gym has just become a fad and a trend for people who really are happy with who they are and want to be something different, and they're taking initiative to make that change. Now, I'm not judging them. I'm not saying they're right or they're wrong. Whatever their purpose or reason for doing it is their purpose and reason. All I know is i never seen a gym make so much money in my 40 years on this earth. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. All of a sudden, in 2018, 2017, everybody gym rat. Why is that? So don't get it twisted, love. You're not the only one that may feel like you want to change some things about you. Now, I will say, if you said to me, I want to drop some pounds because of health, then I would say, cool. I feel you. But not, and I'm not saying this directly to you. I'm just speaking in general. But if you were to say, I want to, you know, shed some pounds because I want to be accepted or because I want to be small like everybody else, you know what I'm saying? Then that's not cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that makes you Mm -hmm. a follower. So all I'm saying is any changes like that caller said, if there's any changes that you want to make to you, for you, just make sure you're making them changes for you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, Chris, let's get you back in on the line. I'm okay. Right All right, DJ Chill, we're going to come back to you in a minute. Um, so, Chris, how does it make you feel? to hear her say that maybe her dad, did you think that her dad may have had issues with, you know, her size or her looks or whatever the case may be? Did you ever get, like, a a sign of that or feel like that yourself? I I think her dad had, as we said about the bullies, I think he had his own personal issues with himself. Um, For for he always had his own little thing going on and he was abused as a child and he went through a lot of stuff in his household and he always used to say well I'm nothing like you know my dad or nothing like my uncle who was abusing me I don't do this and I don't do that I don't do this to my kids I'm way different but he didn't realize that he was still abusive to his daughter because the things that he said to her and the way he made her feel was he was still mentally abusive. He was still bullying her. He just didn't feel it so he was doing it. But I don't really think it was a thing with him being ashamed. I just don't think he really realized or thought he was doing anything wrong. Well, you you do know sometimes, a lot of times, like I said earlier, 
a lot of times bullies don't even know why they bullying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and if they don't know why they bullying, sometimes they don't even realize they're bullying. As you just said, you don't think he knew he was even bullying her. You know what I mean? Um, because we often think that bullying is just, you know, either messing with somebody, talking about them, laughing, making fun of them, or, you know, um, violently, you know, threatening them or something. You know, we often look at bullying as that, but bullying is also, it, it, it comes in a number of ways. Bullying is emotional. And that's what I think you're describing and Maya is describing here. Her father didn't really know how to handle it, and emotionally he was bullying her and didn't realize it. But then we mm-hmm. have to overstand, too. You're a mother. You're a nurturer by nature, right? So in that mm-hmm. situation, you operate differently from a man. We don't have that nurturing capability built in our DNA. You see what I'm saying? So we handle things differently as men. So a lot of times we don't see our bullying. We don't see um, our emotional distress that we may be causing our woman or our children. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I feel what you're saying 110%. But how does it make you feel to hear, you know, Maya say there are some things I wanted, I wanted to change about me or I want to change about me or, you know, I think my face is okay. You know, but like, how does these things make you feel? Well, I told her so many times that it hurts me to know that she is so uncomfortable with herself because for, since Maya was a, a baby, I've always told her that she was beautiful and it's that's something I constantly like beat into her head, and it's just in the beginning it mattered, but as she got older, she felt, well, you're my mom, you're supposed to say it. Yeah. So that was her. It didn't matter if I told her that if it wasn't coming from somebody else, then she didn't want to hear it or she didn't believe it. Now, now I'm gonna tell you a true story. My ex-wife, right? When we were going through our issues, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, I'm an Aquarius. I'm not an emotional person. I'm a logical person. I'm not very affectionate. That's just not who I am. You know what I mean? I like to hold hands and stuff like that, but just not like everybody else do. Not all the time and all of that. I'm just not that individual. You know what I'm saying? So, But when I would tell her all the time, yo, why are you putting them eyelashes on? You don't need those. You're beautiful as you are. Why are you doing, you know, this, that, and the third? You're beautiful as you are. Her comment, what her response would be, you just saying that. You're supposed to say that. You're my man. But yet and still, when we went through an issue and she was going out and dudes was telling her how beautiful she was and stuff, she was accepting that. So it was like because somebody else who don't know you told you that and don't know why they told you, like, you don't know what they're, agenda was, you know what I'm saying? You just know they told you you're beautiful, so you accept it from them, but somebody who's close to you that tell you that, you don't take it, or you say, I'm supposed to say that. And to hear you say those same words, it just tells me, and, and, it's, and it proves, no matter if you're a child or if you're an adult, when someone close to you tell you that, you just feel like they're supposed to say that. 
It just doesn't seem as genuine as someone who don't know you. But the reality is someone who don't know you can't be but so genuine. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So it's, it's good to have this dialogue and have this because I think Maya, as a young lady that's coming into her own and coming into life, is always harder for younger people. You know, even my daughters, you know, when I tell them they're beautiful, I tell them every day, you know, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're dad, you're supposed to say that. You're my dad. You see what I'm saying? But just continue to tell her. Because like we yeah. tell a child they bad all the time and they start to act bad, you keep telling her she's beautiful, she'll believe it eventually, she'll live it eventually, she'll come into her own and accept it eventually. But just keep telling But Maya, you have to also hear her. You have to realize mm-hmm. it's not just because she's mom. It's not just because she loves you. You know what I'm saying? It's because she too been there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I just I, I feel like this is this is this is great, man. This is great because in order for the bullying to cease, you can't stop bullies, but you can stop yourself from being bullied. You can't stop a bullying mm-hmm. from trying to bully you. I'm going to share one more story real quick before I call DJ Chillin. There was another little girl that was in my after school. She This was sixth grade. And she was ended up, we started an after school program, which turned into our mentoring program later. But we started an after school program. Me and uh, my partner, my coordinator at 1.360, Kim Mitchell. Shout out to you, Kim. Um, we started this after school program. This is a little girl named Nadja. And Nigel was a, a, a little chocolate big bone girl with real short hair, right? Like, not uh, uh, Tish, you remember, you know, we didn't call her. If the little girl couldn't get a ponytail, she had a pigtail. Remember that? Oh. Yeah, man. <laughs> she had the pigtail. So, you know, in the beginning, children would make fun of her, laugh at her. And I don't, has any of you ever seen 8 Mile with Eminem? The yes, I have. My, mm-hmm. you ever seen that? Yes, I watched it before. Okay, so Naja did exactly what Eminem did one day. She just came straight out and was like, okay, I'm fat. I'm bald what, what else you got? Like, this is really how she came. And when she started coming to our after-school program, she told me and Ken, she said, we, we would always ask them what they want to do, this, that, and the third. She said, I want to be a chef, and this, that, and the third. And I lied to you not. One day I was sitting there watching Fox 29 News, and there Naja was in this cooking class. As I think Naja is probably in around 11th grade now, maybe 12th. But this was a couple years ago, so she may have been in like ninth or 10th grade at the time. In this cooking class, following her dream that she set out to do, meaning no matter who tried to bully her, she knew who she was, she accepted who she was, she embraced who she was, and she said, you know what, you're not going to stop me from being where I want to go, where I want to go, do what I want to do, and be who I want to be. And to this day, Naja is, is on her path to being a chef. And and I and I share that story because I want you to know, Maya, you are strong. And I want you to keep on that path 
that you're that you're on. Whatever it is that you do, if you if sincere hearts is where it's at, and I see that's where it's at, then go for it. Go full throttle. You have your mom that's supportive and right there with you. You have nothing but up to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can help a whole lot of people. And that, too, will make you feel great. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I just shared that because I, I, I that when, when, the, when the caller came in and said what he said, and then listening to you, it just brought Najee to mind. You know what I mean? Um, DJ Chill, where you at, bro? Um, outside sitting on the truck. Okay, I didn't mean where you at literally. I just meant, you know, <laughs> you know. Talk to us. What are you? What are your thoughts on bullying, bro? Well, first of all, I gotta say what's up to the ladies. Hello, um, Jen. Hello, my. How y'all living? Hello. Hi. <laughs> I, now, me, I, I, I'm in a situation. Wait a minute. Um, meet your phone. Meet your phone. Where we got that background noise? Trash can. Me, me, I'm in a situation. And I'm listening to the whole thunder that's going down. Now, Maya, um, you made it. And, and you got to understand, like, when you actually make it, the devil's going to try something else to turn your cheek. <laughs> so you don't know how to turn your cheek. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's so deep, it's unbelievable. It's like when you do things right, you always gonna find something that's just so stupid and zany that just pisses you off where you just wanna either turn up or have to think and leave it alone. Cause that's why I always say I got this new <laughs> I got this new thing called T B Y T. Think before you talk. And when you have bullies that comes out, because me, I I wasn't a uh, problem with the bullies. The bullies was the problem because they seen me. Because I was a, I gotta say this, I was a bad kid, and I loved to fight. So there was times when you had people that was way bigger than me, and at the time when I was, you know, young, I was a little bit skinny and everything. They thought I was going to be a sweet, you know what I mean? I had a lot of energy, and I was quick to sell, and I hit hard. But sometimes you don't have to use fighting to get out of a situation. You use your noodle. Because there's times when you have a punk bully who only does things when he's around a whole bunch of individuals. It sparks up his ego. But when they're alone, sometimes they want to act totally different. You're like, what in the world? And you got to remember that at all times because when people get sparked up, they start kicking harder when they got a whole bunch of people there. And then the other person that's there might try to kick you too if you're on the ground and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But they forget about the repercussions when you catch them by themselves individually. Now they stuck on stupid. Oh, sorry, y'all. I didn't mean. Well, wait a minute. We won't say sorry after I get my couple things in here real quick. Now, certain people out there, um, they handle things in a different way, and they they get things done to them in a very different way. Some can handle it, some can't. You've been strong. Because you got to remember, there's a lot of people out there that have been bullied, but they actually just say, forget it. 
I really am going to kill, kill myself. I just found out that, you know, people are jumping in front of the subway trains now, and I don't know why. But if it's for bullying or peer pressure or just old money, all of it is a problem because God puts you on here for a reason. And they always say there's a reason for your season, this and the other, blah, blah, blah. Now, I don't know if this is to strengthen you up so you be able to talk to the other people that might not have the strength that you have. But one thing you got to always remember, because I tell this to my daughter and my two sons. If, and my, if you tell me real quick, if you met somebody, right, and they said something to you, and if you didn't know them, would it affect you compared if well, you did know no. them? Compared if you did know them, would it affect no. you? No, huh? in my case, no. I, See, I that's what I, I be trying to tell really my know. kids. That's what I try to tell my kids. I stop. Yes. See, when you get to have friends, you start telling your friends your intimate stuff. And then they learn more about you. And then next thing you know, if they're not your friend no more, they know how to pull your cards. Because they might say certain things that might be truthful that you had hidden. And then the people that are surrounded by them will look to see your reaction. See, your reaction, it spells out a lot of words. I tell my son, I say, yo, this is what you need to do. Give him this stare. They don't even move. Just give them a stare, like, <laughs> and then eventually they'll be like, "Wait a minute! No matter what I'm saying, it's not a fact. They're just staring at me like I'm a nut." Hello. Mm-hmm. But if a person that you know and you're endeared with, you have a good friend, best friend, whatever, all of a sudden they start saying things to you, it affects you because you first of all can't believe it because it's your friend. Second of all, you like, are you serious? You want to say that? And the third thing is, you're like, wait a minute, let me. <laughs> but when a person you don't know, if you're walking down the street, minding your own business, and somebody says, yo, man, you a nut, or something, you crazy, this and the other, you're just looking at them like, oh, they must be high, or they crazy. And you keep on moving. It don't even affect you. But with these bullies now, I use psychology. Sometimes, you can sit up there and laugh it off. And sometimes it fits because I don't, I don't, you know, I had people tease me with words. I gave somebody a name and then he tried to reverse it, use it on me. And my problem is with me, I I think so fast and don't think at all. And I say whatever I want to say out of my mouth. It might put me into, you know, a, a state. But I know I could back my state up. If certain people ain't ready to back their state up like I do. So you got to use psychology on these people. If they can't affect you, can't hurt you, sticks and stones, break your bones. But some daggone names will make you freaking trip. That's where that strength comes in when you got to say, you know what? What would Jesus do? Because he went through, through, through. And maybe some people don't like Jesus, so I say Yahshua or Yahweh or whatever you want to call them. But you are true, 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 true. Now, I'm saying all this because you are being tested. 
so far you passing the test. Now there always gonna be tests that makes you so mad that you don't want to study no more. That's how life is. And one thing the bully might be is fond of you, scared of you, or can't figure you out. You understand what I'm saying? Because sometimes yes. it does get like that. They they really. I seen some. <laughs> I seen some things done to my homies, and I had to step in. And you know, you got people out there that are so stupid now because they don't know how to have a conversation or do things that they might pick with you just because they like you. You never know. But they got these people around them. They got to act like something that they're not. So I want you to just you know. Like you said, stay strong. But just remember, act like they're not even there. <laughs> you could, you know, me, I'm so stupid and crazy that when things, I see a whole bunch of brothers on the other side of the street, I don't keep on walking the other side of the street because now they thinking like, oh, you don't know where he's from the neighborhood. Look how he got his gear on. I walk right through him. Right through him. And every single time, it's like, yo, oh, shoot, what's up, chill? What you doing out here? So I could never rob a bank because they know exactly who. Shoot. And I'm just saying, trust God. Don't worry about nothing. And strive to stay alive and get educated. Because the devil want to tear you down. If he can see anything, because he can't figure out what you're thinking. That's why you got to use happiness to defeat anger. Happiness to defeat sadness. And if you're always happy, then people are like, wait a minute. Because one day they're going to find out that you have a gift. When, they, <laughs> when the people find out you have a gift, because your mom already knows you got a gift, or she won't be trying. If you was one of those crazy kids, <laughs> your mom was like, all right, you know what? Um, let her go jail for a minute. She need to find out. That's what some people do. Sometimes going to jail could be a worse situation then because you're putting your kid in jail for a little bit and she knows something might happen. She they, she or he might really have a long freaking case. But you are definitely on point right now, and God makes things happen for a reason. I don't even know why self-picture so that, you know, do the show, but it's right here, right now. And people are listening. So back when you talk about me, self, um, I have situations where, you know, I seen bullying and me, my mouth is too fast. So I'm like, look, but then the only thing that bullying can really get me is when somebody put a gun on you. You know what I'm saying? Then you really shut the hell up. You like, huh? Sometimes you still don't think. But you can't show people your fear. Once you <laughs> once you show somebody your fear, they think they own you or they're going to try you. So no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You stand the hell up. You keep standing. Because you might be standing not only for you, but for other people too. See, that's the, some of the things that I do. But the other thing in life, bullying, the bullies out there, usually... It might be just punks, and they're looking for a way to let off their aggression, or they could have a bad day.
stay at home. See, school might be a blessing for certain people out here because they like, man, I'm going to school. Ooh, I get around people, and I get to eat some food, and I can play sports. Then they go back home, they're like miserable. Like, oh, God, it's my parents, high as hell, fighting drug dealers down the street. Oh, God, you got to remember that. Never judge a book by the cover, but always stay alert, be on point, and let the chips fall where they may, because they're going to fall. No matter what you do, them chips going to fall. But where they fall is all up to you, and how you fall is damn sure enough fall up to you. But wait a minute. Uh, Ms. on Point. You got, wait a minute. You on point? I think we might have lost this. Oh, no, no, I'm here. Fish, fish, and my. I know we're coming up on the close of the hour and the shows, but, um, we we can go as long as we want just to let y'all know. But um, I don't want to leave here without y'all telling the people about your event and where they can follow you on social media. Um, so I want I want you to um, excuse me tell tell the people talk about your event that you have coming up this Thursday, October fourth. Oh yeah, and Jim, well, the great event job is- out there, love. I forgot to say, Jen, you're doing a great job. Don't stop the body rocker. You might not be just a mentor for your mom, I mean, for your daughter, but your dad on shit up on people for all the kids out here that's lost. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Ladies, please continue. Maya? Uh, I think we may have lost our guest. Um, hold one minute. Uh, I will get them back on. Uh, Jen, Maya, uh, I'll mute your phone if y'all happen to mute your phone by accident. People dial that number 605-562-0444. Put the pin number in, 143-133-POUND. Then push one pound into the show, start to the talk. This is Straight Talk. Um, I think we lost our guests for a minute. They have an event coming up October the 4th, this Thursday. Um, meanwhile, I'm still trying to get them on the line. DJ Fully Joy, can you go into that track? And meanwhile, I'm going to try and get our guests back on the line. Uh, so if you can bring that track in, I greatly appreciate it while I continue to try and get our, our guests back on so they can talk about their event.
Well, anyway, while we waiting, um, self, what do you say again for the people that's being bullied right here, right now? I was a source of so much laughter. Fifteen when it all broke down. Eighteen and I went on February 2002. I went on and did what I had to do because it was time to change my life. Because the woman that I had inside. Ninety-seven dreadlocks all gone. I looked in the mirror for the first time and saw that hey, I am not my hair. I am not this skin. I am not your ass. Show 
uh, an event. I'm sorry, not a show. An event. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And the event is going to be out this Thursday, October the 4th, 2018, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's going to be at the 700 Banquet Hall, which is 700 Tabor Road, Philadelphia, PA. Um, there'll be a host of speakers. I myself will be one of the guest speakers. Um, COO and Clinical Director of Harmonious Life Systems, Janella Dobbs, will be there, and I believe she's the host as well. Maya Curry Bay is who's the young lady um, that was on tonight, and the co-founder of Sincere Hearts will also be a speaker. Portia Day, founder of I Am Organization, will be a speaker. Um, Robert Sherm III, uh, who's an actor and a model, will be a speaker. Jermaine Quick, who's a writer, director, producer of American Bully Movie, will also be a speaker, and he will also be showing um, his movie, um, American Bully. Uh, it was shown on Fox 29, and he'll be showing it uh, that evening as well, 5 to 9, again, this, uh, this Thursday, October 4th, 2018, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. So um, light refreshments will be served. Um, there are some sponsors that's there, so all is welcome. And, again, this is about bullying, man, so stand up to bullying. And... All I want to say to the people is, if you know your child is bullying, um, is is Maya, is Maya and Pitch still there? Is Maya and Pitch still there in the building? Okay, um, so we haven't been able to get them back as of yet. But um, without any further ado, man, I just want everybody out there to, excuse me, to um, be mindful of your children when they come home. As Tish was speaking about the seven-year-old who committed suicide after being bullied, and he's not the only one. There's been other little children that young committing suicide um, for bullying and being bullied. This is a serious epidemic, and it's not talked about as much as it should be. And nothing is happening in our school systems or in our neighborhoods where these things are, are happening. So let's be mindful of this. Um, and, again, pay attention to your children. You know, pay attention to the way they walk, the way they talk, um, you know, the actions, whatever they're telling you happening at, at school, let's, let's be mindful of that, man. Um, talk to your children. As Tish was doing with her, her uh, daughter, Maya, talk to them. Find out what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Find out what's going on with them. Don't let the signs go unnoticed, unrecognized, or without um, action. Support your children. Communicate with your children. No? Be there for your children. Period. That being said, no bully can stand up to that. The more they see you, the more they'll back down. I promise you that. 
I promise you that. And if they don't, then, you know, the next course of action is to send them where they need to be, whether it's jail, a juvenile facility, whatever the case may be. But don't allow your child to be a victim because sometimes a victim can carry that victimization their whole life, and we don't want that. So we thank you for tuning in. If you're able to come out Thursday, October the 4th, um, to the Sincere Hearts event, please do. Five to nine. DJ Philly Joy, whenever you're ready, you can take us out with the track, Queen. Thank <laughs> you.
You on point? Because, yeah, I'm on point. 